Hello, and welcome to Audiolog 1, The Hole. The date is January 27th. This is Don Howard. I'm a professional cave explorer currently working as part of a rescue team for an excavation site. The details surrounding the project are admittedly foggy, but the longer I stay here, the more it feels as though the limited information is somehow purposeful. What we do know is that the actual excavation process won't begin until we've gotten a mile deep. We're looking for some kind of temple. Today's been more than odd. I've overheard things through the thin walls of my hotel room. The man in charge of the excavation, Henry Ellis, has us and the rest of his 100 workers temporarily scattered throughout what I'd estimate is all the hotels in Clipea Creek. My room happens to be right next to Mr. Ellis's. Around midday, I received a transmission via radio from one of the 25 mining groups, namely Mining Group H. They'd called regarding the disappearance of one of their group members. All that was left in said person's place was a hole in the ground. Until we'd made our way to them, it was assumed that the hole led into some sort of cave system, and the missing member just fell through and got lost. It would have been easy. Problem was, upon arrival, it was immediately obvious that something inexplicably strange had occurred. The hole that Group H had neglected to describe in detail was square, with perfectly smooth edges. At the beginning, the other members of the rescue team and I were optimistic that, despite the strange nature of the cave entrance, we'd still be able to save the missing member. But with further examination of the hole, it was determined that its sides measured at a little over two meters. Investigating furthermore, it wasn't the entrance to a cave at all. It was simply a hole, with four straight walls that went further down than the sun would show. Very scientifically, one of the other members of the rescue group tied a flashlight to an 100-foot rope and lowered it down the hole. After determining that the hole extended beyond 100 feet, more than 8 stories, the missing member of Group H was declared deceased, a declaration that filled me with dread. My rescue team was called off, and our supervisor had us go back to doing what we'd been assigned to do previously. If I'm being honest, I had an excessive amount of free time working for the excavation project. And although I'm slowly realizing there's something very dark and very strange going on around here, I'm usually fine getting paid to do jack shit. Unless it feels like there's something I could have done. As mentioned previously, I'd heard something strange the morning before the incident. Through the walls. The words were muffled, but I was sure I heard Mr. Ellis speaking about holes in the skin and in the ground. He'd also gone on what I could only describe as maddened ramblings about whatever label of the earth we'd been digging up. He personified it, idolizing it like some long-forgotten deity. And above that, he somehow predicted the death of the member of Group H. Sorry about that. I was called back to Rubage's site an hour before their shift would have ended. Also, while I'd been making the previous recording, 
one of the surviving members of the mining group underwent some sort of psychotic break that evening and was found near the square hole clutching her bleeding ears. She whispered under her breath about odd lights taunting her hole and a high-pitched screeching her body couldn't handle. We carried her into an ambulance while she stayed shivering. Shortly thereafter, she was sent to a hospital in Crepea Creek. The supervisors reported the event to their higher-ups as caused by the effects of prolonged social isolation. Mr. Ellis took those reports as a sign that he needed to start a secondary project. A living complex within view of the excavation site. Eight stories, 13 rooms per. I'm sure the living complex also would have been more cost-effective than the hotels we've been staying at. And I'm sure Mr. Ellis had more reasons than cost-effectiveness to keep everyone near the site, though I couldn't yet place what they were. 